ماذا يحدث في العالم؟ Everybody, welcome to What in the World? For as long as it lasts. That's the addendum. Yeah. Because it might blow up very soon. Welcome to What in the Remaining World? <laughs> oh my God, I can't wait until we're the voice of the wasteland. We deserve that spot. We're going to be the moon doggies of uh, Fallout. Especially if it happens over this shit. Oh yeah. Because... Because you know they're not going to blow up us. Like the, the major cities, nobody's hitting any major cities because after the war is over, we're still going to want to you know we want commerce you're still gonna need comics yeah so you're not gonna blow up la san francisco maybe Ugh. is that really a city at this point it's san francisco is the canada of california when when world war three flushes the toilet that is a, a civilization like the best sewage systems are san francisco florida baltimore right that's pretty much it yeah yeah, you California. Flush, you flush those three cities. Oh, oh, and like the Mississippi Delta, Louisiana. Yeah. Where the Creole back people, you know who you are. Just flush all those out. California works like this. San Francisco is Canada. <laughs> it's the, the, the part where people think, oh, it's just like the rest of, like it's just like everything below it, but they're like a nicer, more liberal version. <laughs> and then you read their police officers' text messages and you're like, oh, no, they're not. <laughs> Los Angeles is the United States. Amen to that, brother. Obviously. America first. San Diego mm-hmm. is Mexico, clearly. That, they got the, they got really good burritos there. That makes perfect right. sense. And then everything else in California is just third world nonsense. <laughs> like all that Northern California out to redneck shit. <laughs> yeah, all of that stuff. Good old Humboldt County. The sticks, as we call yeah, it. Yeah, Humboldt County. That is mm-hmm. that is somehow the Kentucky. <laughs> Actually, Kentucky's Ventura. Ventucky. That's what they call it. Ventucky. Ventucky. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the, the, the African-American population of the area calls it. Ventucky. I like that. I don't even know how we got on that tangent, but we're talking about Venezuela today. Oh, we were just talking about how the world's about to flush. Like, we're, we're, the, we're, the wars are coming, guys. It feels like it finally is. Oh, well, it has to. You see how close Trump M- Mueller is to Trump? We need something. Yeah. We need, we need some... Like we've never, what you said, what did you say? We've never changed presidents during wartime. Yeah, I don't think we ever have, but if we have, it it's very rare. So like even, even if Bush got elected because of a war yeah, yeah. crime, yeah, basically, of course. And by the way, have you seen Vice? Damn good movie. Damn good movie. I hate that we're calling it a comedy. That is a horror movie. Oh. The only funny parts are when Dick Cheney has a heart attack. <laughs> Every time that happens, I busted a gut. No, no, no. That movie is a comedy because they somehow made you feel like Dick Cheney was a sympathetic character at nope. any point in time during that process. No. it Like, maybe the part where he sort of, like, met with Bush. They made him charming. The, I feel like he wasn't charming. Oh, God, no. I feel like he was... He was a ma- he's a maniac. But even in the movie, like, maybe it was because Christian Bale was playing him, and I'm Oscar like, oh, Rose. this is just fucking American Psycho elderly version. He made a maniac look like a decent human being in that film. I guess. That's why it's so good. I, 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 didn't, I didn't... Watching the movie, I didn't feel like he was a decent human being. Oh, not at all, but 
it's a charming performance because it, you don't leave that film and go, yo, fuck Dick Cheney. Oh, yeah, I did, though. No, you did because you followed along with everything that was going on. But if you're just watching, hey, I don't really, I've never heard of Dick Cheney. What did he do? Yeah. Oh, he did all that stuff? Huh. Yeah, I guess if you're just a casual observer how, or a Republican. If you saw the movie in theaters, how many people left there in a in a panic like, holy shit, this was the dude in charge of our country? Me. And then who else? Probably, well, I don't know. Was it? Was there like my a, girlfriend? So two out of a packed theater. Yeah, changing the world, guys. We are changing the world. Uh, speaking of the world changing, Jesus. it's going down in Venezuela. We've been talking about this for such a long time. Oh man, uh, well, you know, I mean, I mean, we've been talking about it, but the world just found out yesterday. It's crazy that talking about this on Unpops all dates back to me seeing a footnote in an article about Trump that mm. said Trump is very concerned about the human <laughs> rights crisis in Venezuela. And I was like, what the fuck? He you, doesn't care about human rights. Your first thought was, what? They can't get Big Macs there? Yeah, exactly. That's a human I, rights, that's a crisis. I, like, Trump. it just, that stood out so much. And like the New York Times, I think it was, they just pre- presented it without, any, like they weren't like, can you believe he said this? Because he didn't, like at that time, he was fresh off of being like, yeah, I mean, a lot of countries abuse human rights. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Like, and then he said that was the time when he was saying how strong a leader Putin and right. Kim Jong were. And then all of a sudden, he cared about human rights in Venezuela, and I was like, "Oh no, we're up to something." Mm-hmm. And we've talked about it so many times. I've gotten yelled at on Twitter over it. <laughs> it's been a whole ordeal, but here we are. Our Super Bowl has arrived. I'm. We are oh, actively man. trying to topple topple the government of Venezuela I brought right popcorn now. Popcorn for the Super Bowl. Hell yeah! We should order wings, snacks. I ate McDonald's before this. Hey man, that's the because the... can you imagine how many McDonald's Venezuela will have like a year from now? Oh man, so many. When we finally put a regime that oh, is beholden then, to U.S. interests back in power. And then imagine all of the the right wing religious groups that are going to move right in for humanitarian aid while brainwashing tune into a couple of weeks ago where we talked about yeah yeah we'll go in we'll build a an evangelical following in venezuela billy graham will get out there billy graham jr just like uh what we have in brazil mm-hmm. with bolsonaro yeah we'll get something like who, that who, who really we love, who we love by the way we love him oh he's so happy we're so happy he's there. get ready for venezuela to be christian af oh boy it's gonna be great yeah there's basically a coup attempt happening Right now. Yeah. And uh, a, a United States, alleged United States backed coup attempt. I mean, it could, like, can we even call it alleged at this point? We've already, like, we've gone on record and said we are going to send funds to the opposition party, which we've, we've been doing we've, since. We've already given $20 million we've in aid. Sent them so much. 20 million American dollars have gone to a person we don't even know. Yeah. Oh, we know them. That's the whole thing, is this regime we're trying to put back in power is the one that was in power before. And they still took Venezuela to the brink of fucking starvation. There were riots because people couldn't get food. Transportation costs were crazy. They fucking put currency controls in place that wrecked the economy, just like Maduro and Chavez. Mm-hmm. But they didn't nationalize the oil company. So we didn't give a fuck when there were human rights abuses happening in Venezuela in the late 80s, early 90s. It was when they became socialist that we were like, oh, no, we can't let this happen in the Americas. Oh, not with good old John Bolton. 
having the president's ear. That fucking guy. Ooh, no socialism can, uh, you gotta eradicate it all, baby. But I mean, this started under Bush, really. Uh, that's when, I remember the first time I heard Bush call out the dictator in Venezuela, and I was like, what do we care about Venezuela? Like that, what? Oil. <clears throat> yeah. Mm, sorry, sorry, I was popcorn, my Super Bowl popcorn in my throat. Yeah, in 2014 or 15, Obama issues that executive order that basically lists, it's basically the same thing Trump's threatening to do now over the border wall, where in 2015, Obama issues this insane executive order saying Venezuela is a threat to national security. And even the opposition party was like, that's, that's a, a bit, bit much. That's you're, a little you're, strong. You're stretching, Obama. Come on, bro. But when Trump came in office and promised to overturn every executive order Obama issued, guess which one never came up? Uh, Dreamers? Yeah. Well, that's come up so much. Oh, okay. I, that was my only guess, so. The, 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 <laughs> the Venezuela one. What? If you no can way. believe it. No way. He's renewed it every year since. What? So and Obama did do something right. And this was around the time when Obama issued that executive order. That's when we found out Venezuela had all this oil. And they had nationalized it and was giving the money to the people. Right, which, mm. not on our watch. No, you're going to give your people stability and free health care and education? Uh-uh. And we have been, whether John Oliver wants to believe it or not, we have been funding the opposition group in Venezuela in various ways, be it funding or just supporting, encouraging. Training. Training, maybe? I mean, okay, when you say training, like, we didn't send an entire army down to train. We just sent, like, two or three dudes who are really good at teaching others. I mean, we're in the in an, in an era where I've seen two different people in the last six months be like, oh, yeah, I just taught myself to fly on this program that you can get on your computer. It's a computer <laughs> simulation, but it teaches you everything you need to know. Like, that guy that stole that plane... Like yeah. that commercial airliner and was like doing crazy maneuvers. Mm -hmm. When they had him on the radio, he was like, yeah, I've played some video games. I get it. And he yeah. got it. Like yeah. he didn't know how to land, but he also wanted to kill himself. <laughs> and then in the Fire Festival documentary, they talked to this pilot who was like, yeah, I just taught myself. Like you can get computer programs. Well, I mean, how do you think Wilbur and Orville did it, baby? Tri trial and error. You figure it out once you're up there. So let me ask you this. Do we even still need to send people or do we just send a couple PS4s? And like I don't Dude, know what no, what know video crazy? games what's are people. The, what's the new Tom Clancy game about? Uh, overthrowing the White House. Oh, is it? Well, it's a uh, it's called the Division, but it's basically it's set in Washington, and you know it's just tactical combat while also uh, dealing with a corrupt re regime in the White House. Ooh, don't let that fall into the libs' hands. <laughs> They'll be storming the White House with their caramel macchiatos and their no, Uggs. No. You know, we, we, we dodged a bullet there because kids were such puss bags online. They didn't like it where it was so realistic you died with one bullet shot. So, Oh, but that's life, man. Yeah, but that's, they don't want, they, that's how that, it works. That's why the video games will never be good enough training because in some kid, dumb kid's mind, he's going to think, if I get shot, there's a health pack waiting. Yeah, go watch The Wire, kid. <laughs> Look at how Omar dies. Oh, That's man. not a spoiler. You knew Omar was going to die the minute you saw him. <laughs> He's spoiled. I've never seen The Wire, and now I already know. Oh, Omar dies. You've never seen The Wire? Of course I've seen The okay. Wire. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. You just got a little angry with me. There. That was about to be a fucking crisis. Uh, let's talk about this crisis. Basically, Maduro got sworn in for his second term a few weeks ago. Congra and, right? Congratulations, man. 
Yeah, congratulations to you. Second term out here doing it, winning it life. And it ever since then, people have been like the the cries to get him out of office have really stepped up because the international community, meaning most of the white countries, declared that election I- invalid. Yeah. Well, well yeah, because because we said, wait, they, even though Jimmy can, Carter went, wait, we can do that. Jimmy Carter went to Venezuela and said they have the most robust voter security in all the world. Jimmy Carter's a bean farmer, dude. I can't trust him. Peanut farmer. Well, peanut farmer. Yeah. Well, Which he, uh, peanuts that, are a bean? That's killing people. I hope there's someone in the comments who just flew into a rage because I said peanuts are a bean. <laughs> that's the name of my new mixtape coming out. Peanuts are a bean. Peanuts are a bean. From Black Pete Productions, oh, 2029. Yeah. Coming soon. Check it out. As long as the world's not on fire. Yeah. Uh, we can just wait. So we can just look at other countries' elections and just decide they're corrupt on our own. Yeah, not only that, what we found out this week is we can also just elect their new president. What? Which is, uh, and by I say, when I say this week, I mean last week. Like, this all happened right as we approached the weekend and the government. Is that what Russia did to us? Wait. No, no. What? No collusion. They didn't, but what if their interference in our election was to get that corrupt, evil Barack Obama out of office? How else were they going to do it? How else were we going to get Obama out of office? I don't know, because they were going to elect him for a fifth term. A fifth, yeah. Yeah, fifth term. After his third and fourth <laughs> terms, yeah. Yeah, The we last week, the I mean, we'll get to all the details, but the, the broad overview is that a dude in Venezuela just stood up and said, hey, I'm the new president now, and the United States government, the president himself, were all like, yes, you are, sir, and... Uh, Dude, I could be president tomorrow if I move to another country, huh? I could just get on Twitter and be like, hey, Trump, at at real Donald Trump, I'm the new president of Mexico. Absolutely. Oh, shit. We could do it. Like, we could declare... Are we the, are we the presidents of Mexico right now? We're the presidents of the United States. Guys, we just There's going to be a copyright thing with the band that made that Lump song in oh, the yeah. 90s, but we can get around that. The new presidents of the United so, States. So, wait, that just means we have to tweet other world leaders and then have them recognize us, and then we just become president. Right. Oh, right, sweet. That's how it works. Let's that's how democ- that's how democracy works. Where's your new presidents, guys? We're spreading democracy to Venezuela. And if you tell us you disagree, we don't acknowledge your yeah. You're illegitimate. You're, you're, you're not the opposition the, party. We don't listen to yeah, you. Yeah, you're not the president. We are president. So the way this started on Monday, a group of soldiers took over a command post in the north of the capital and rose up against Maduro. They published a video calling on people to come out into the streets in support. And they were quickly overpowered by the police and armed forces. 27 people were arrested. Couldn't see that coming. No, definitely not. And this this sounds like whenever it's it's been mentioned on these podcasts and just in the discourse over Venezuela over the past few years that you don't overthrow a South American country without the aid of the military. Mm-hmm. And as long as the military is still supporting whoever's in charge, then good luck. And this video kind of made it seem like the military had turned on Maduro. But it comes up later in the notes that this was like the Coast Guard or some shit. That's not real military. It's Yeah, it's barely military. And there's a... It, I, I don't remember who the quote is from, but he's like, if this had been the actual military, mm-hmm. it'd be a problem. But not so much. This is more a stunt, if anything. But it did lead to a lot of smaller protests all around 
Caracas and other parts of getting folks Venezuela. Here's the thing: we don't we don't need to get them riled up enough to win. We just need them to get riled up enough to get involved. Right. And I can't stress enough, even though we we've been talking about how involved the U.S. is in this, Maduro's not perfect, and he probably should not still be the leader of Venezuela. But that's for like that's for the people of Venezuela to decide. They don't know what they don't even speak English. They don't know what they're <laughs> doing there. What are you talking about? Oh, third world country. Gonna, you think we're going to let some people decide how they want to live in a so country? So they used to be the richest country in the world under this regime. Yeah. The Shaw. We, we, first of all, they didn't even know how to spend the money correctly. Exactly. So that's their fault. They spent it on socialism. That's disgusting. Disgusting, Capitalism is the only thing you should be spending your money on. Socialism never works because we always step in and make sure it doesn't work. Exactly, because we don't want people getting ideas. No, that's not something you want spreading to the old U.S. You know what happens when people get ideas? Humanitarian crises. Right. Yeah. All of a sudden, poor people are getting help. Whoa. This and is someone gross. has to step in oh, come on. and put that uh, shit to dude, an end. Come on. You're, I'm going to throw up my Super Bowl popcorn. You're, you're disgusting right now. <laughs> Ew. I'm not going to. But... But yeah, the the people of Venezuela are in a really ugly spot where there's not the it, it's it's the lesser of two evils right now. Like Maduro still being in power isn't the greatest, but you don't want the U.S. deciding who your new leader is either. No, because that has never ever ever gone well. And you could in do South it. America, Central America, you couldn't do it the other way. There's no way in hell Venezuela would be able to decide who America's leader should be. We leave that to reality television. <laughs> if you don't call in and vote from an American number, you, your right. vote doesn't count. This isn't right. This isn't uh, 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 the world's top idol. This is American idol. American, American idol. president. We decide poorly who does, who runs. I wonder vote. how long it's going to be before we're just voting online. Uh, that already happened. How do you think Trump got in office? Come on, bro. Well, there were actually, I think they're testing soon uh, in West Virginia. They're testing online voting. But that's for... We should be able to vote through our cell phones as long as you put your retina scan into the matrix. I don't want to give my retina scan to the matrix. I already gave it. It's fine. Yeah, I don't I don't use that face security shit. Uh, my fingerprint is enough, but here's the thing. I've already been arrested. <laughs> so it doesn't matter if I give the government my fingerprint. It's already in there. You can have it. That's yeah. a freebie. <laughs> My DNA, good luck. They've already got that too, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Those cheek swabs they were taking when we were in like fifth grade. Uh-huh. They weren't just, I never saw medical waste anywhere in my school when I was growing up. Right. Yeah, they're just it. waiting for the right president to come along and go, you can use all of it. They were, they were taking our swabs, cloning kids. There's probably like eight of me somewhere in Iowa kicking ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hope my clones are doing well. I they mean, better not also be running podcast networks because I'll fucking find those motherfuckers and crush every one of them. <laughs> oh, that's is that going to be our sweet our sequel to Identical Strangers? It'll be our Munich. Ooh, we just go at it Eric Bana style. I like this. Uh, so all of the this this attack or whatever you want to call it by the Coast Guard, it all came shortly before scheduled protests by the opposition. They had announced earlier this month that as part of their effort to install Juan Guaido as interim president until new elections can be held, that they were going to hold these protests on January 23rd. And in response to that, Maduro announces that he, he's holding his own protests. So if you, if you roll with Maduro, 
You also get out there in you the roll streets. You the homies. Right? Come on, man. Get you that. Get a little something to eat. We can, we can lower prices for a moment for you. If you're you know a card-carrying Maduro loyalist, hmm. which is a thing there now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brought to you by the uh, good old people at, uh, what was the name of that company again in China? Uh... Huawei? Yeah. One thing, a story that I don't know why I haven't talked about this on a podcast yet, but there was a, I think it was a black church leader who had a meeting with Trump to uh, push the idea of a national Trump card, where if you wanted it, and it's, it's in the name of allowing people to vote, because the argument is, well, now there's so many places that require an ID to vote. Uh, so why not just a national Trump card? And it's like, no, the problem is the requirement of an ID to vote is is kind of the issue. Like, we need to look at those issues instead of a Trump card, where if 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 you want it, you can get the Trump card. Mm, it sounds good, doesn't it? I hope it's brought to you by the, the people who brought you the Rush card, which is Russell Simmons, who is God knows where right now. I know now. exactly where Russell Simmons is. He is in India. Is he? He has been in India for the past year, living it up, traveling between India and Europe, just living it up. I wonder why. Because he doesn't have a Me Too scandals in countries that don't watch American television. Well, he's he's on some Roman Polanski shit right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, most definitely. That's that's why Roman Polanski never comes to the United uh, States. He's an artiste. Yeah, it's time <laughs> to let it go. <laughs> it's disgusting. They gave him an Oscar. Yeah, so he anally raped a 13-year-old. Progressive Hollywood gave him an Oscar. Yep, yeah, yeah. Nice. Nice. So, anyway, these protests happen on a really important date. On January 23rd, 1958, Mm -hmm. that is when the dictatorship of Marcos Perez Jimenez fell in Venezuela. So they call these opposing protests, each side of this fight, calls for protests, everyone takes to the streets, people get hurt and killed immediately. Before the protests even officially started, four people were killed, including a 16-year-old who suffered a firearm injury during a demonstration. That's a hell of a kegger, bro. It sure is. Four people die before the party even starts. Rager! I would, yeah, I wonder if they were firearm in Coors Light. You ever firearmed a beer you got, yeah, in college? Shot, you shotgun it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where you just you put it up to your mouth and someone fucking shoots at it and it rips a hole in the can. It gets the beer down your throat faster if you put a gun on top of the can while you're shotgun oh, yeah. and actually shoot a bullet room just right there. Right, exactly. Yeah. And the other uh, kids don't try that at home, by the way. Those do, only, only if you're a professional. Do not. Only. And also, kids, don't listen to this. <laughs> How young are you? What what kind of kids are? Are you like 16, 17? That's fine. But if you're like eight, nine, this is way over your head. Get out there and let the world burn around you while you play with all the cool toys that 2019 has yeah, to offer. Get, go outside and play, kids. That's pretty much all. That's our only advice if you're listening. Yeah, just go play and don't think about any of this. Yeah. But if you're in your teens, listen up. <laughs> this impacts your future. So, uh, yeah, the other three deaths occurred during looting in Bolivar City in the southeastern Bolivar state that borders Brazil. Hmm. <laughs> Nothing suspicious about that. Uh, a statue of Hugo Chavez was torched by protesters oh, in the town is, of San Felix. That's disgusting. How dare you? That's their history. Right. That's their heritage. Absolutely. Why would you burn? And they haven't torn it down yet, huh? Hmm. Weird. Weird. It took this long? Yeah. Crazy. 
It's almost as if that could be a symbolic gesture done by the opposition to make it seem like there's a lot more opposition to Chavez Hmm. and Maduro than there really is. Hmm. But that's just me wildly speculating. Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. See, because you went with the whole direction of how weird it is that happened, and I went with the whole direction of that's their confederacy. Oh, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. wasn't about slavery. No. It was about states' rights. States. That's what... Sorry, this got weird. My got bad. really, really weird. My bad. Yeah, but it's real. It's it's very strange that that statue was. It, yeah, it's after that, all this time, it's strange that after all this time they just decided. You know what? Let's all tear it down. Yeah, yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. At the same time, this weird military coup attempt happens. The first one. So maybe good for them. Is that what we should be saying? Like they 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 were they they took to the streets as opposed to complaining about it like we do confederate statues in the south they just took to the streets and ripped it down Urgh. yeah and i mean it's it's good th- for them right it's good optics if yeah. you're trying to sell a war mm-hmm. I, I i think i can i can recall at least one war in recent history where something similar happened and there was no tomfoolery at all in how that image was presented remember when they tore down the statue of saddam hussein in iraq because yeah, because he had weapons of mass destruction the president went on television and said he had weapons of mass destruction. Colin the, Powell, America's W-M-Ds. uncle. America's black uncle, Colin yeah, Powell. Our Uncle Phil. Went on television. Our Carl Winslow. And said, I guess we have weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, because that's what Dick Cheney. I'm sorry, this all goes back to the movie Vice. Colin Powell does. He's the one sympathetic character in Vice. And he was also Played by the Tyler one, Perry, so I can't even like him. The, also, Tyler Perry does a lot of good shit. I'm, I'm not going to. The the Medea movies are trash, but he's also stopped making those. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> but uh, he does a lot of good like charity shit. And also, he just made another Medea movie. But I think it's the last one. Uh, the, I think he the announced Boo Medea, the 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 thriller. That was a couple years ago, wasn't it? I don't. I think they're doing another one. I don't care. I just, I'm scared. I'm scarred by Tyler Perry movies. There, I'll say it. He does a lot of good charity stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he did play Colin Powell. I forgot that. Yeah. But uh, yeah. That that's this is what we did in the, or this happened in Iraq also, mm-hmm. and if you remember the the n- initial like videos of it made it seem like oh man they played that on every news day I remember it. it was burned in my memory that we were celebrating the people tearing down this statue of Saddam and then the wide shots of that protest mm-hmm. started making the rounds and there were like fifteen people there. Mm-hmm. And the way it was presented at first was that the entirety of they Iraq took, to, took the to the town square. Oh, it was the it was it was empowering to see how we helped those people while but we were going. To I'm get glad those videos aren't be aren't being edited and presented in a misleading way now mm-hmm. uh, to to divide. That's never happened. The people. What are you talking about? That's never. It happened. doesn't happen. Doesn't There's definitely happen. no foreign agents that do things like that. No, uh, no. Fuck those magazines. Yeah. So, yeah, they tore the statue of Chavez down in 2K19. Uh, I'm just saying, interesting timing. And these were the first mass first mass street rally since 125 people died during protests between April and July 2017. That's not that long ago. That's very close, actually. And still 125 people dying in that time period. That's a lot. That's a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. And Gua- Guaido... Received support from Vice President Mike Pence right away. This is uh, his bitch ass on Twitter. (laughs) As the good people of Venezuela make your voices heard tomorrow, on behalf of the American people, we say, Estamos con ustedes. We are with you. Fuck you, Mike Pence. Built that wall. 
right? Isn't that what's exactly? Shouldn't he be saying that you know, good, good, whatever you're doing down there, keep it down there, built that wall. We don't want immigrants. Well, there will be a tunnel from Venezuela to the United States. No, there'll be a pipeline, not a tunnel. Like that. Yeah, that's true. We just need to. We don't want the people. We just want the crude, bro. They could surf. Ooh, surf on a wave of oil. Maybe a couple surf in oil city every day. <laughs> surf in oil city. Every day. We should, we're gonna, that's going to be played at every Exxon across the country, bro. Hell yeah. That's what I'm shooting for. So Maduro responded to this by accusing the United States of trying to engineer a coup. Come on! We've never done that before. That's a bold claim, sir. Mm-hmm. Prove it. And uh, they, they predicted there would be violence against opposition protesters, but they also said it would be self-inflicted in a bid to portray the regime as brutal. I figure it'll probably be a little bit of both. Yeah, a little bit of A. I mean, you get a little bit of A, a little bit of A, a little bit of B. Next put it on the internet. You got a, you got a war. Next thing you know, Mm. statues are falling. Uh, Venezuela's communications minister Jorge Rodriguez said Monday's mutiny was just a ruse to steal weapons to pull off this coup. Which, yeah, probably. And U.S. Senator Marco Rubio warned of manipulation by Venezuela's intelligence service, urging them to, quote, reconsider the plan they have for tomorrow before it's too late. So now he's leaking information? It sounds like it. Because that sounds like top secret information was given to him that something was in play. Yeah, how does he know what Venezuela's intelligence? He was on the Republican Intelligence Committee, was he not? Yeah. Yeah. Or some he's on he's on some international committee that deals with Venezuela in some way. Well, he's uh, his a lot of his constituency in Florida, especially in the Miami area, mm-hmm. they have a strong Venezuelan population, mm. and there have even been cases of like people going around and if they know there is someone living in Miami who's from Venezuela who represented the Maduro or Chavez regime, those people are getting harassed in that area uh so marco rubio is he has a stake in it like he has to there's no money involved here guys don't 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 think that marco rubio is set down to dinner with some rich influential venezuelans right and and it's they've bitten his ear about some things that's never happened and it definitely wouldn't have been the rich business elite class of venezuela that would have been Able to flee first and just set up a new life in Miami. Never so would happen. Why would you settle in Miami? It's not gorgeous there. Yeah, the weather's Montana, not bro. perfect except when there's a hurricane and you can you have enough money to just go inland for a bit. Yeah, yeah. I got oh two, no, there's yeah. a hurricane. The insurance money is gonna we got remodel two, my kitchen. We got two properties. I guess we'll go to the sun. We'll go to the the weekend home during the week because of the yeah. hurricane. And then if anything happens, insurance will cover the bill. Yeah, Marco Rubio's interest in this isn't. Uh, the people fleeing Venezuela on foot trying to cross in caravans. He cares about people. He cares vote, about... Vote the, Marco Rubio, 2020, The business interests we're trying to get back in power. Mm-hmm. That's who Marco Rubio is talking on behalf of. Probably. Allegedly. I mean, no, because that means like people like the NRA can influence elections, and that's never happened either. Stop it. Whatever. Yeah, we don't do that. So we declared... Guay- Guaido? Juan. That's- Just call him Juan. We'll call him Juan. Juan Guan. We, we, we declared Juan Guan <laughs> as the country's interim president on Wednesday because we have that power as the United States. We can go. We sent out a tweet, baby. We sent a tweet, mm. said he's the new president now. Who's with us? And 
Uh, a bunch of countries that are cool with us were like, yeah, we agree. Whatever you say, bro. Yeah, yeah. We were watching a news report about this before, and it was really creepy the way Mike Pompeo came out and said, hey, if you're a country, all countries need to take a side in this fight. And right now, what we know is it's the United States, England, Australia, uh, like Colombia. I don't I think there's nine countries that immediately signed on. And then there's the other side, which is China, Russia, Mexico. Mm -hmm. That doesn't like when there's a conflict that's possibly going to involve the military and it's. It's called on for all countries to pick a side. It would be convenient if we had a phrase to describe a conflict of that sort. Uh, like I a know, kerfuffle. Like war doesn't seem to really accurately describe it. It seems mm -hmm. bigger than that. Hootenanny. Like what kind of war would it? Like a hot war. Hot war. Ooh, hot. Ooh, that's because we war. all know the Cold War. So hot war. Ooh, I would love a little hot war. So I think, yeah, I think that's the only we way call you this can the describe. Hot war. A war that all of the world a picks warm, a side a in. A warm war. Warm? War? A warm. Warm. A warm. A warm. Yeah. Warm. It's, it's the a warm. warm. Yes, it's the warm. That's a nice way to sell yeah. it. I don't know what else you would call a war that involves the entire world picking sides. A war world warm. World war. World war. It's, like go it's global warming. It's global warming. It's global. This is the... <laughs> We figured it out. Wow, we just solved we just solved it, guys. We figured it out. This is global warming. This is what the scientists have been World Warm One <laughs> is on the horizon. I cannot I'm terrified. Why am I? I laughing? can't believe we're we're living to see World Warm One. It's like seeing the first Super Bowl. Hashtag World Warm One. <laughs> so yeah, we we said this dude's president now, and uh he's the head of Venezuela's National Assembly, which is controlled by the opposition party. He took the oath of office on an outdoor podium in Caracas, flanked by yellow, blue, and red Venezuelan flags. Trump uh, issued a statement, the people of Venezuela have courage courageously spoken out against Maduro and his regime and demanded freedom and the rule of law. But somebody, like, somebody wrote that for him. And, and like, did they? Or did a dude just stand on a, a podium and say, I'm president now? Because it feels like that's sort of... What's happening? I mean, we did that today, so... Yeah, I, that's true. I, I mean, I get it. Yeah. We're, we're the presidents of the United States now, so you're welcome. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. We should uh, we should do something to like put an end to this. We should issue an, an order, an executive order. Wait, don't we... Oh, but then we got to talk to Nancy. She's a little busy right now, too. Yeah, like, I, I I don't wanna, want, I'm not going to type it up. I'm not going to become president and put a woman out of the job. Like, Nancy has to stay Speaker of the House. That's you know what I mean? Point. So, yeah. we'll figure it out. Uh, he also pledged to use the full weight of the United States economic and diplomatic power to press for the restoration of Venezuelan democracy. Finally! Rest she, easy, middle America. I wish she would do that for the United States. That Wouldn't that be nice? Wow. If he would, would just give the full weight of the United States economic and diplomatic power to, re to restore American democracy? That would be so great. Wow, that would be... So we should tweet him that. If votes still mattered oh, in this country, God. that would be fucking amazing. <sighs> uh, Maduro issued his own statement. I am the only president of Venezuela. We do not want to return to the 20th century of gringo mm. interventions and coup d'etats. This is a real East Coast, West Coast rivalry. We it really right is. Like if Trump needs to just get on on uh venezuelan instagram and just be like look if you tidy your presidents being in all the videos 
Yeah. Having all the army come on down to Juan Guan's. Maybe the military, when they tried that coup on Monday and mm-hmm. put that video out, maybe that maybe that was not just an attempt to steal weapons, but the source awards Ooh. of U.S. versus Venezuela. Should, the should 95 not, source awards. Guys, if you need Suge Knight to come down to Venezuela to get shot and survive, he's available. Y'all don't got love for Venezuela? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this is grim. <laughs> Really fucking grim. I'm very scared about what's about to happen next. (laughs) Uh, 20 people have died in the streets of Venezuela protesting. Yeah, already. Yeah. And uh, so Maduro announced on Wednesday afternoon that U.S. diplomatic personnel had 72 hours to leave Venezuela. In a televised address from the presidential palace, Maduro accused Guaido and Washington of staging a coup. Come on! Yeah. It's dictator talking points. Trump thinks he's the, somehow thinks he's the world's police. What? He needs to mind his own business. Oh, but we are. We go around and we no, solve humanitarian again, don't crises. Don't sell me fake news. I saw the American president go on television. I saw Nikki Haley go on television and say, we are going to focus on America first. Right. But also, whenever there is a humanitarian rights issue happening, we go fix it. I mean, unless it's in Africa. But we have a humanitarian crisis right here on our border. Well, yeah, but that will just fix... That's just a billing glitch. Oh, okay. We just need to flip a switch in the collections department. But this, this, yeah, this we're going to have to, we have to send in Ooh. Chuck Norris and all that shit. What about, there was a slave trade in Africa last year. Was that a humanitarian crisis? No. No, no that's... No, not, nothing, nothing at all? I mean, okay. that they, they just need to have their own civil war and work that out. Like, that's oh. how you fix a slavery crisis. You don't... Oh, okay. That's okay. an internal debate. Oh, okay. That cool, you cool, settle, cool. Inter- like we did. So... Uh, in a statement issued late Wednesday, Mike Pompeo said the Trump administration does not recognize the Maduro government uh, or its authority to I don't break. See, I, you can't. I don't see. I don't even. Rec- I don't even recognize you. So I don't see right? you. You can't see, see you in, us, uh, and you we don't see you. I got my shades on. I got my shades on. I'm blocking out the haters. I can't see you, bro. <laughs> uh, he also said Maduro did not have authority to break diplomatic relations with the United States or to declare our diplomats persona non grata. Oh, I put that Latin on you, bro. Right? This is this is this is this is good political beef. Here's what I'm pissed off about. When I was in government class in school, and they were teaching me about government and you know, world economics. It was never this cool. Right. It was never this like backstabby and this feels like power wrestling. grabby. Yeah. It was like I would have been I would have been a government major had I known you can get away with this much crap. What if Trump stone cold stunners Maduro on national television? Ah. What's that gonna do for his approval ratings? Uh well, I mean, he he won't stun anymore because you know he's got the knee spur bone spurs. Oh spurs, yeah. So he can't do any What what if he hits him with a folding chair? Oh, that'll, that'll work. Yeah, yeah. Just right in the back so it doesn't actually injure him. Or, or, ooh, ooh, heel turn, but he go. he's going to go from heel to face. He puts Putin in the sleeper hold in the next meeting. Oh, and then he's a socialist. Yeah, and then we just start, what? That would actually be all right. Hell yeah. <laughs> Maduro and Putin meet. Trump shows up. Trump shows up. It's like a... a, a the a, music starts and they both It's a triple look. threat match. Tables, ladders, and chairs. Right? What? Well, I, actually, for Trump, it'll be like stepladder. Uh, well, it's Venezuela. They don't have any of those things right now. Oh, damn. Uh, well, I mean, Maduro could bring his. He's okay. got it. He's, He's got, got it. He has to have a chair. Like, yeah. We yeah. just need the chair. Yeah, we just need some props. So, guys, I'm sorry. It'll be a triple threat, stepladder, stepstool, chair 
single chair match. But we don't know it's a triple threat match at first. Mm-hmm. At first, it's just... Handicap match two on one. Yeah. It's it's Putin and Maduro in like a tag team against like, I don't know, Bolsonaro and the guy from Colombia. Okay. And they they win. Okay. Putin and Maduro win. And then here comes Trump. Right. And we think he's going after Maduro. Boo. I got, we got to see the crowd go boo. Yeah, because it's in Venezuela. Yeah, They're playing in Venezuela. Of course, you got to play the home crowd. And the music starts. Trump's music starts. Those okay. fucking three kids. He's down there to congratulate them. Yeah. Congre- okay, I he's like this. He's coming to congratulate them. Nice. But why is he carrying a chair? Oh, because of the bone spurs. Yeah, he's got to sit He's got down. the bone spurs, yeah. so he's just going to want to sit while he does this. But then, no, fucking hits Putin with the chair, hmm. takes his jacket off. He's got a, a Democratic Socialist of America t-shirt on, and so does Maduro. What's the name of the chair at the in the Oval Office? It has a chair. It has a name, right? Uh, I know, what's the name of the desk? They both have names. Lily. No, it's like the the something. Oh, my God. I Tina. Wish, I wish. See, this riff, we should have researched it, but we were going to use. I would have named the special move he used after the desk or whatever. Oh, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Somebody tweet at me what the name of the presidential desk is because I'm not going to Google it right yeah, now. We're, we're not talking gonna, about we're, yeah. Venezuela. We're just fantasizing about wrestling matches. So uh, in addition to the U.S., Canada, and nine other governments. The Resolute Desk. Oh, that's a great hit finishing him with the de- move. He hit him with the Resolute Desk. Right? Ah, it would have been great. Okay, Resolute sorry. Death Ooh. is what he calls it, but no one Resolute actually dies. Drop. It's just wrestling. It's like the Scorp- I mean, some people die, but it's way later. Resolute Death Drop, like the Scorpion Death Drop. Oh, hell yeah. Mm. I like that. So uh, they, a reporter asked Trump if he was considering military options. He said, we are not considering anything, but all options are on the table. They're all on the table. We've got uh, salsa, mustard, mayo. They got ketchup mayo now. Very right. good. All the right. options are on the table. All the fast food. Mm-hmm. Every fat. I'm not going to lie. If I had walked into that spread, I'd have been like, this is all right. But it would have all been cold. A cold McDonald's Burger King spread for a national champion athletes? Ugh. I mean, it better not have been cold. How would they keep it warm? He had a press. He had a, a, a photo shoot with the food before they showed up. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, that food was fucking cold. I guess that's gross. Damn that's it, gross. Trump. Even when, he's, even when he wins, he loses. He also said all options. Always. All options are on the table. Yeah, yeah, well, then good. that means we're considering it. Of course. So, uh, but uh, yeah, Brazil, Argentina, and Colombia also recognize Guaido as interim president. Also, the Organization of American States backed Guaido. And the countries that aren't backing him, again, are like Russia, Russia, China, Mexico, Turkey, Iran, all our best friends. Syria. Man, you know, I know who gave is a, on you know, the list. You know who gave a shout out to Maduro the other day? Who was that? Macron from France, bro. Oh wow! Gave him a like. We don't. Well, I'm supporting you, Maduro. Well, France was initially. I don't know if France backed Guaido or not. Oh, Germany, France, Spain poised to recognize Venezuela's Guaido. So yeah, motherfuckers are taking sides. All Mike Pompeo called on all countries to take sides, which again, World War One. Here it comes. The government of Mexico said it would follow the principle of non-intervention and not withdraw recognition from a government of a country with which it re- maintains diplomatic relations. Wall Street investors have driven up the prices of Venezuela's defaulted bonds on hopes for a new government that will be more likely to resume debt payments. Sure, they will. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, I, w- I misspoke earlier. Uh, Maduro declared himself president again, and Macron spoke out against it. Oh, okay. He said, Maduro, uh, Macron said that 
Maduro's election for as president is illegitimate two days ago. Yeah. I'd like to see the evidence of that because that's a bold claim. Yeah. Like, but also this is the same Macron who's has had yellow jackets protesting in the streets for the past, what, month now? Yeah, he needs a distraction. Yeah. He could use a war right now. So this is a quote from Mark Weisbrot, who is co-director of the Center for Economic and Policy Research. It's acceleration of the Trump administration's efforts at regime change in Venezuela. We all know how well that strategy has worked out in Iraq, Afghanistan, Libya, and Syria. Not to mention that hundreds of thousands of people in Latin America or in Latin America have been killed by U.S.-sponsored regime change in Latin America since the 1970s. Good point. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's facts, bro. That is that's the Carfax. Yeah, that is that's that's the Carfax. Mm-hmm. Which why is there a spokesperson of Fox? It's not Car Fox. It's Carfax. But when you think Fox, you think facts. Wow. No. Yeah. Exact opposite. <laughs> that makes it even worse. So one of the problems that the United States will be facing here, or at least as we record this. Who knows how much this will change in the day or so. Good luck out there. Good luck. As of right now, the military is still way on Maduro's side. And you don't... Because he... That's how... Where their bread is buttered. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, we, if we let Maduro go now and, and the regime change happens, how many of us are going to be prosecuted for crime? Right. But we'll get to that in a second. And that's the, the one thing that could change this. But... Uh, In a televised news conference, the leader of Venezuela's armed forces declared loyalty to Maduro and said the opposition's effort to replace him amounted to an attempted coup. This is a tweet from Defense Minister Vladimir Padrino. Okay. Despair and intolerance threaten the peace of the nation. The soldiers of the homeland do not accept a president imposed in the shadow of obscure interests or self-proclaimed outside the law. The FANB defends our Constitution and is guarantor of national sovereignty. Hmm. Can I just say shout out to Twitter for going to 250 characters? Because two years ago, he couldn't have put that tweet Right, that would have been a thread. Two years ago, Trump, nobody, no no leaders could go to war because they wouldn't have enough characters to tweet out how they feel. Yeah. Can we even judge Obama... As a president, Dude, if he was, wasn't living in the, the his 250 tweets were so era. Weak, bro. His tweets were so weak. There were like 40 characters. Hey, America, you're great. Ugh. But that's all he... He was working with the, the limitations of his time. He sign. wasn't even fucking with gifts, bro. That's a good Obama point. Obama never dropped a single hot gif. I can't respect his Twitter presidency. That's a good point. Because Trump, oh. he was hitting those gifts almost Dude, immediately. He was hitting... He was hitting Infowars gifts. He had CNN getting CNN getting body slammed. Right. Oh man, he had the oh a lot of propaganda gifts. That's why he won. Mm-hmm. So regarding that, uh, oh, this is a uh, one active duty high ranking military officer who asked not to be identified. Speaking to Reuters, said uh, the military leadership is faithful to Maduro and will continue to be until he's gone. So that's not really. But that's kind of like what you would expect someone in our military right now to say. They would well, be like, that's what, that's what, that's yeah, a, Trump's president. That's so. literally what that, remember that Times article came out when it was like, we are the opposition deep inside the White House still fighting. It's like, yeah, we still, we're, we're doing our best to keep things afloat, but we're not going to try to get rid of them because. Right. And it's like, what things do you think he's not working hard off, hard enough on? Because like, hmm. they said, like, some things he's doing right. And it's like, oh, what, really what? 
And then what do you think he's doing wrong? Mm-hmm. Because I need to know, because I suspect they're like, well, I agree with the trade war, but he could uh, be deporting more people. And it's like, you're not the resistance we need, yeah. motherfucker. So yeah, regarding the attack by military members on Monday, this is that quote we mentioned earlier, a sergeant at a National Guard outpost is not, to me, important. What would be important is a situation like that in a major unit or a battalion. Mm-hmm. And that is Rocio San Miguel, a military expert with nonprofit group Citizen Control. I don't like that name. And also, we misspoke earlier. I said Coast Guard. National Guard. Oh, that's even worse. That's even less of a real thing. But shout out to everyone in the National Guard here. You respond to, to everybody disasters does, and emergencies. Shout to everybody who does anything to protect this country or people in any way, because I'm not going to do it. Yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? So thank you for your service, because... We appreciate it. I might save an old lady from choking in the grocery store on a free sample. Depending on what the sample is, because it's like if you ate the hot pocket, you deserve that. Yeah, who's eating hot pockets at a sample sampling? And, and yeah, the and at that advanced age. Yeah, you, I think hot pockets have an age restriction on them. Oh yeah, she's she's trying to live. You have she, to be she was like ready to eighteen go. to forty to safely eat those. There you go. Uh, so in other words, <clears throat> for us to resolve this, if Maduro doesn't lose the support of the military, yeah, we're gonna have to fight the military. Well, I mean, that's pretty much how it works, because even if you get the people to the streets and you arm them, they're still not as well armed as the armed services. Right. Being armed is what they fucking do for a living. Right. And that's in places like Egypt. Mm -hmm. There was that big Arab Spring revolution, and that turned around when the military joined. Mm -hmm, because Because at first the military was trying to put it off, and then they were like, nope, the people don't want you. We have to get rid of you. But that was because they were smart enough and social media was smart enough to show them that this is not the people being rebellious in like a, we just want to see the world burn and you're protecting. It's like, no, we don't want this dude in office as a whole. And then the military was like, well, we can't just shoot our own people. Right. Why would we do that? And it's ki- that's kind of the question in Venezuela. Is it going to come to we can't shoot the people well, no, no, or no. let's See, shoot the people? Here's the thing. We won't let it get to that point because we know people aren't going to shoot their own people. That's why we want to have a war about it before they yeah. start. Before they. Before oh, they, I mean, people are getting shot. Well, like, that's for sure. But the problem is it's that they're the, the media is now covering the fact that these people are shooting themselves. You know what I'm saying? Right. In Venezuela. That's. The, the people who are in, currently involved are the ones who are getting the message of you can't shoot your own people. Right. Which is all that matters. Like us getting it. I'm not shooting anybody. So it doesn't matter yeah. that I get that. I got the message. <clears throat> but because of social media, it's being spread widely throughout the country as opposed to it just happening while everybody is only getting state run broadcasts. You know right. what I'm saying? So. Yeah. They, they're they're gonna there's gonna be they, we're trying to get the world the war started before cooler heads can prevail within the country itself. Yeah, because Maduro has asked that like why can't the two sides just talk mm. and figure this out? But because if you guys talk and figure it out, we don't get war. We don't get war, and we don't get the oil back like that. Like the United States has a very clear end game here, and it's to get Maduro out of power. There's not going to be. It's either going to be the military turns on him. Or we literally go to war and either we go in or we send in uh, NATO. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wait, it- no, we, like, we can't send in NATO. We don't even want to be in NATO. The president said we're out of NATO. But Colombia just joined NATO and oh. Colombia borders Venezuela. And then we just backed Brazil. 
who also bore Yeah, the so we don't even necessarily need to go to war, but there will be war in Venezuela. We hope so. I'm sorry. We're hoping to prevent? Prevent it, yeah. yeah. If everybody just chooses our Like, side. we definitely, if it ended up being Brazil and Colombia going in, we definitely wouldn't, like, sell them billions of dollars in weapons we and arms. Even, we just met President Bolsonaro. We're not going to give him weapons and money. What are you talking about? We don't even know him yet. We don't even know if we like him. I just, we, we didn't even like the tweet we sent him, so I don't right. even know if he's listening. Right. So, so, so yeah, uh, Russia's involved also. They warned the United States against meddling. In Venezuela, Putin called Maduro and emphasized that destructive external interference is a gross violation of the fundamental norms of international law. Mm. And they also called U.S. intervention in Venezuela a direct path to bloodshed. Currently, Maduro is also backed by China, Mexico, Turkey, Iran, Syria. I don't remember <laughs> the other a, that's countries. A, that's a full list of people we don't like right now. Yeah, that is a killer's row. Mm. Right there. I just got to say, I, like I told you earlier, I'm just really upset that because of the Mueller investigation, Putin and Trump just can't get into a private room and talk about this and figure this thing out, man. Yeah. Like the Mueller investigations put so much pressure on Trump that he can't even have a private conversation with Vladimir Putin to fix this whole Venezuela situation. It's not fair. It's not fair, It's man. a witch hunt. Wow. Damn. I mean... Just because everybody around him was colluding, he had no idea. That doesn't have anything to do with him. He's thinking the big thought. He's Donnie Trump, baby. Right. He's up here He's in the P. sky, Diddy. you know? He's just stopping by the studio every couple weeks. He's Avon, not fucking Avon in Avon Barksdale didn't know everything that was going on in his operation. He only knew what Stringer Bell told him. Yeah, he didn't want to know. Thank you. Right? Uh, so That was a wire reference. It sure was. So one of the things that you brought up earlier is if the military ends up not backing Maduro, what if they all get arrested mm -hmm. for being corrupt? Well, Guaido has come out and offered amnesty or suggested that he would offer amnesty, not just to Maduro, but to anyone on that, that side. Sounds, that sounds like a deal. Which but, I don't know if he's going to get it, but it would be... I mean, but that's the problem. If we sit down and talk and we figure out how this amnesty will work to see how much money I get to keep and... Even when me and my guys lose power, we're not going to be poor and persecuted. Right. We can probably figure this out. Which is ironic because that's one of the things, if the people of Venezuela, the complaints they actually had against Chavez when he first took office or as things progressed, and you hear this in a lot of countries where there's a big change like this, they're like, yeah, but you didn't arrest any of the crooks who were in office before you. You just let them like set up really good lives and now they still have influence over what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of what Chavez did is he like, he didn't exactly. He gave him the old, ah, you rascals. Yeah. It's fine. Are nah, you okay guys? And then they stayed in the country and we're like, we're going to get you. Mm -hmm. And here we are. Oh boy. Good times. So that that is one possibility for how this ends, is Maduro just goes, all right, as long as I can stay rich, uh, you want me to move to France? That's fine. I'll move to France. Exile me. But uh, as long as I can uh, keep some of that wealth and yeah. get the fuck out of here, you know. It, and also promise to nationalize the oil for the people. Well, yeah. Once he's out of office, the oil is coming back to us. That's, and then, you know, mission accomplished, guys. Let's get that exactly. banner up. Let's yeah. get it. We, we defeated ISIS and saved Venezuela. All in 2019, bro. We are this is having a, hell of a, a January. year. This is a hell of a January. Yeah. I expect us to solve the murder of Kurt Cobain soon. <laughs> Just kidding. We'll never solve that. The butler did it. Boom. Yeah. Solved. 
or Tupac. Ooh. We're never going to know who killed Tupac. I mean, everyone probably. Like, Courtney Love, obviously. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. The CIA. <laughs> so last thing, quick. Uh, retired Air Force General Douglas Frazier, he spoke to Vox.com. I didn't like his show. About, uh, yeah, it's a little overrated. I mean, Frazier, first three seasons maybe, but like the whole series run, it's the same yeah. jokes over and over again. Yeah, it gets a little slow. He led the U.S. Southern Command from June 2009 to November 2012, part of the... De- Defense Department responsible for overseeing Central and South America and the Caribbean. So he knows a thing or two about this area. And this is a quote from him. I don't see a good reason for the military to be employed in this situation. I don't see the benefit of a direct military engagement. Yeah, because you don't know anything about oil. Shut up, dude. And the like, he cites all the same reasons that we've already talked about. The military still backs Maduro. Uh, they, they, it's a 515,000 person military. So that's a big backing. And even if we succeed in toppling Maduro, the country's going to be worse off than it was before. Like Mm -hmm. it's not going to fix things overnight. And there's already a humanitarian catastrophe happening there. Like we're just going to go in and make it worse. And what that would do is cause us to stay there longer. And then we have just another long, drawn-out war where we're occupying a country, and people in the U.S. are like, we're still there? Holy shit. We're not America first. What are you talking about? We would never dedicate resources. We're pulling out of Syria. We're not going to pull forces out of Syria and then move forces into Venezuela. That that doesn't make sense. Yeah, those two things wouldn't be connected at all. Oh, come on. That's crazy. You're you're talking nonsense, and it it hurts me to hear it. Because I got the cans on my head, you know? I have to be fair and balanced. Okay. I have to represent both sides of this argument. I mean, but you got to understand there is no argument because we are only concentrating on this country. We're not being involved. We've wasted so much money overseas. That's a good point. Why would we waste? Why would we send $20 million to a foreign country? We're keeping it in-house. I bet we were just buying something. Or we were facilitating the purchase through, you know other means maybe we were buying soccer players Ooh, because that's what our next episode is about i mean that is like a soccer player's contract like Rinal- 20 million yeah, yeah i, I mean ronaldo make- was making like 140 but you know he's the dude that's insane yeah soccer needs a cockfighting scandal because cockfighting's still a huge problem <laughs> in soccer stadiums because in they need something to watch because that game Europe. is so fucking boring so we just need we need ronaldo to be financing a cockfighting ring to bring that animal rights problem or down he has like a, a, in a, Europe. Or, ooh, he owns a chicken restaurant, but the chickens he's using killed in cockfights. Bad news chicken. Ooh, coming soon from black people. That's production. what Zhangku means. <laughs> Actually, and means that's bad what, news. That's also how it feels when it comes out of you. I've never eaten hey, there. Hey, oh, hey. Zhangku. I've never eaten there. Me neither. I've never, nobody's ever been like, man, that's like, the way you uh, recommended the hot chicken sandwich at Shake Shack, no one it's has, so good. No one has ever told me Zanku was that good, so I would never eat there. Yeah, I've never heard more than it's all right. Unless they want to sponsor us, then everybody go on yeah, down hey, Zanku hey, Chicken. Check Unpops out Zanku Chicken. Eatery in Los Angles. Say Unpops at the register to get 15% off. Make <laughs> sure you film get, yourself get if you try that. Get 15% on if you yeah. say Unpops at the register. Hopefully I'll get you some extra meats. So next episode, we're talking about the one thing that is sort of thriving in Venezuela right now. Beauty which, pageants. Uh no, beauty like a lot of beauty pageant contestants are going to oh, other we, countries. We talked about that already. 
they're going to other yeah. countries now and like mm. just dominating there. Uh, but I mean, it's still a thing in Venezuela. Mm. Uh, Venezuela produces some beautiful women. Oh, most definitely. They're good at it. That's, the that's not going to stop. Out there. That's not going to stop just mm. because there's no access to health care or food. I hope not. Anyway. You're fake news, bro. Fake news. You're fake news. But uh, we're talking <laughs> about soccer in Venezuela, which gross. Not a thing. I mean, gross. I, I hate that we have to dedicate an I entire mean, look, episode to soccer. If you Okay, if you want us to do an episode on the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, we'll do it. We won't like it. You know what I'm saying? Like right. It's like, yeah, we get it. It's all made up. Soccer's not real. So that's we'll, sort of what- We'll talk about your fantasy sports, whatever. So that's sort of what the next Patreon-only episode- of what in the world is going to be about it's it's about how it's about the unlikely rise of soccer in Venezuela which is pretty much the only thing thriving in that country right now it's really interesting yeah, it's, it's, i mean aside from the fact where the part where it's about soccer if, if if their favorite sports Venezuela they deserve everything that happened you said if their favorite sports Venezuela i can't i couldn't even say soccer out of my mouth it was like a Freudian but here's the thing slip. it's not their favorite sport is baseball oh well then good for them america for yeah america get in there right yeah Mm, supporting soccer. You're gross. Uh, so tune in for that. What do we have to plug before we get out of here? Thank you for coming out to the live show at the Hollywood Hotel this that past Saturday. Jumping. That shit was cray. Oh, my goodness. Cray cray. To quote Kanye. <laughs> and come to the next one, which will be the last Saturday in February. Saturday, February 23rd, everybody, at the beautiful Hollywood Hotel. Saturday, February 23rd. Uh, go see the coat hangers on February 21st. Before that, I'll be at that too. Come, f- come find me in the crowd. That happened at a coat hanger show once nice. because people know I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. They're a good band. Uh, February 23rd, Hollywood Hotel. We haven't booked any comics, but me and Quincy will be there. What else do you need, baby? Mm, we're always in there. Right? Just, just to see you in the face. And what do you got to plug? Uh, Saturday, February 2nd, guys. Bring that ass to the Hollywood Hotel for PUI. We got another Performing Under the Influence show going down, and you need to be there. Uh, City of Portland, Portland, Oregon. I'm putting you on notice right now. I'm going to be all up in your guts February 14th through the 17th with the Northwest Black Comedy Festival and doing other shows around the city. We'll have further updates later on. As always, follow me on the Instagrams and the Twitters at Quincy Johnson II. Here is an exciting addition to that if you're an Unpops fan. Uh-oh. Caitlin and Carrie will be in Portland that same weekend. What? There's a podcast festival. Oh, oh, finger me in Portland, guys. It's going and down. They are doing an episode of White Wine True Crime. I will I will be stalking them down. And Quincy yeah. so Portland, goddamn going down valentine's weekend it's going down guys go out and support hell yeah your unpops hosts <laughs> please <laughs> uh and that's it let's get the fuck out of here quincy say goodbye goodbye america i hope you're here next week goodbye everybody we love you good luck venezuela <laughs> <laughs>